flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a Big 12 Friday on the John Moore Show. Baylor has the homecoming win over the BYU Cougars today. Baylor is 6-1 on the season. Baylor wins over the visitors from Provo, Utah, 38-24, the final score. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Off sweep to the left side, Robinson breaks free 30 to the 20. Say goodnight to this one. Bijan Robinson finishes the job and goes 38 yards for the touchdown. And that will do it. Happy Rocktober, everyone. The Cyclones win it 24 21. They are 16 and 2 in October. That's your ball game. Lincoln Riley heads cross field to shake hands with Lance Leipold. And for the first time since 2004, Oklahoma is 8-0. But it wasn't easy. West Virginia snaps a three-game losing streak with a 29-17 victory over the Horned Frogs of TCU. And it is a great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. Look at this weekend's matchups in the Big 12 Conference from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Glad you're with us. Beautiful weather heading into a big, big weekend. Baylor football hosting Texas comes up tomorrow morning at 11 at McLean Stadium. Highlight cuts in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Bears and Longhorns tomorrow morning. You also heard Craig Way, voice of the Longhorns, courtesy of the Longhorn Sports Network from Learfield. Heard a cut from uh, John Walters, the voice of the Iowa State Cyclones, uh, Cyclone Sports Network from Learfield, Iowa State, with a big win over Oklahoma State on Saturday. Now Iowa State is uh, traveling to West Virginia. They'll play the Mountaineers tomorrow at 1. Toby Rowland with a call. Sooner Sports Network from Learfield. OU does survive and gets the win over Kansas. Now the Sooners are uh, back home hosting Texas Tech tomorrow afternoon at 2.30. Then uh, Tony Caridi with a call, West Virginia Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Mountaineers with the win in Fort Worth over TCU. And as we mentioned, they're back home hosting Iowa State tomorrow afternoon. So there are the uh, proper courtesies out of the way from the audio in the open there. Our uh, colleagues around the Big 12, and it's a big day, Aaron, tomorrow. Uh, five games, uh, all 10 Big 12 schools in action against each other. A uh, lot, lot going on tomorrow in the Big 12. I am as excited about this game against Texas as I've been about a game. And, and, and I'm excited about the Baylor-Texas game every year, but this is – 
as much as I've looked forward to one probably since Close the Case. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, even 2019, you know, yeah. when they were rolling and ended up playing Oklahoma in the Conference Championship. Uh, you know, I was excited about that game, but this one, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just so ready. I'm ready yeah. for kickoff, and I'm ready to see what happens. Yeah, how about that? So, uh, a lot of fun. 11 a.m. tomorrow. Our coverage begins at 7 a.m. with Game Day Live here on ESPN Central Texas. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, the first hour of which is televised on KCEN. And then 11 a.m. kickoff, Bears and Longhorns tomorrow. 111th meeting all time. How about this? Uh, today, what's today's date? October? 29th, right, 2021, first meeting between Baylor and Texas, October 29th, 1901. Goes back to 1901 in this series. Not to step on the toes, Aaron, of our guest uh, in the studio with us. Chris Allman joins us with fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with. Chris, welcome to you. I think my job here is done. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the old clip of the Dallas sport uh, newscaster that is pitching it to Dale Hansen and he basically gives the sports update yeah, and Dale yeah. Hansen gets mad and says, okay, well, I guess there's no need for me. <laughs> and he was mad. Yeah, I mean, he, was he was really mad. mad. Yeah, I feel a right. little bit like Dale right now. <laughs> they just issued the best fun fact we could have had. Oh, By man. the way, Dale's very polarizing. Did you notice that? Like, I've heard some people, either either people really, really like him or they don't like him. Yeah. Uh, it's it, his that, style. That's, that's, uh, and, I, I'm, and I'm honestly speaking more of media members because I've, oh, I've media, heard some really? Dallas area guys on the air talk about, you know, <laughs> whereas, like, I think him and Brad Sham are, are, are like, best friends, you know. They, yeah, they work together yeah, you know, for they, several years. Right, and they, you still see them in pictures of them hanging out right. together, you know, which I grew up watching Dale Hansen. Yeah. So I don't know how he is personally, which I think a lot of it, uh, from a certain Dallas radio station, a couple of the personalities over there uh, were talking about it. Um, I think it was personal interactions, which I've obviously uh -huh. never had. But I, I grew up watching his sports on Channel Eight. You know, I mean, so there's a lot, there's a lot of people, Chris. Would you agree that you see them or hear them on the air, and sometimes it's a reflection of how they really are as a person. Sometimes it's it's not at all a reflection of how they really are. Yeah. I would feel like that's fair, isn't it? I, yes, yeah. But you would know better than me, though, because really, you're the only like media personality I know well, and you're the same Aaron. person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take Go it ahead. easy. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to start. <laughs> I'm not going to start slinging the mud here this early. It's coming. <laughs> I, I'm already, but it's you're. Coming. A, I've you're already got the water hose out. You're a reflection. Like you're the same guy on the air and in the breaks. I hope so. But. I'm sure there are some that are really enjoyable on air, and the minute the mics are off, they are tough to digest. Oh yeah. But my what I do is I try not, I try not to find out if I like them on the radio or on yeah. television. I don't want to know you anything don't else. Know. I don't <laughs> yeah, want the right. glass to break. That's good. So that's, that's where good. I'm at. I think it's safe to say that everyone you hear on the air on ESPN Central Texas, how you imagine them. They they were they're them on the air is is a direct reflection of how they are on the off the air. 
That's, I that's, think that I think that goes very accurate. Yeah, including myself. Accurate. I right. mean, if you could, you know, yeah, if you listen sure. to me and you think, is he like that in real life? Yeah, right. I am. <laughs> is that, is that guy? Is, is yeah, that guy's like you know, I'll be here? in conversation <laughs> with with friends of mine who are Astros fans, and you know, I'll start calling them cheaters. <laughs> I mean, that that doesn't stop when the mics are off. All right. Great start here. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Astros, Braves, uh, tied 1-1, game three tonight in Atlanta. Game three tonight in Atlanta. Are you banging the drum? Are you? Oh, yeah, I was letting you know it was a curveball. Oh. Wow. Aaron just builds up all week waiting for you to be here. And like last is, Friday when you I've weren't here. I've been saving that one for oh, the yeah, World it's Series. been two weeks. <laughs> I don't even want to engage. Like, I don't even want to. Uh, yeah, it's been a. I'll tell you what. I have long sensed. stopped trying to anticipate or predict how I think something's going to go. Yeah. After losing every home game in 2019 in the world series, I have no like anticipation. I I, I think that, I mean, really none. I have no, I'm I'm going into every game and I don't think, Oh, we're going to win or, Oh, we're going to get blown out. Except when Charlie Morton was pitching, I didn't think we could beat Charlie Morton (laughs) and I was right. But unfortunately for him, he's injured. But Houston doesn't have to face him again. You know, I saw Mike Taylor at lunch, Baylor baseball assistant coach, who's big Astros fan from Good Houston, and he uh, he reminded me what you just said that the Astros probably play better on the road, and I'd forgotten that the road team won every game in the World Series in 2019. Yeah, and if you really want to get me lamenting Astros things. That 2019 series is the one that really stings because that team won 109 games. Wow. And had they won that World Series, you could have made the argument you, that they were the best team of all time. Hmm. I mean, you could make that about quite a few teams. Mm-hmm. But losing that World Series to Washington, it also helped reset me as a sports fan because I was way too into that. Like, really? Yes. Like, that was the point where I realized I care too much about this. So uh-huh. this year has been a little bit like – sports anxiety okay but yeah. i've been i've been enjoying this a little bit more because really the fact that they're even back in the world series it it's it's fun yeah john and i had that conversation about the teams that year in the american league with the astros yankees and red sox and i've talked about it a few times off the air but those three teams would win the world series probably eight out of ten years oh, yeah. yeah and then Houston, who I thought would roll over into the Nationals, even though they're really good and had really good starting pitching, managed to find a way to lose. So. Have, have you been able to watch the first yeah. couple games? Well, you know, the funny thing is Terry's into it. My wife Terry's into it. Oh, that's right. You texted it me that she wanted like a hoodie. Yes. Yeah. She wants one of those H-Town hoodies. Yeah. And we keep looking. I keep looking on the website for her, and I found a T-shirt like that, but not the hoodie yet. But she is into it, so we're watching the we've watched the first two games. You're a knowledgeable baseball person. I mean, I know you haven't watched every you know, you haven't watched 175 Astros games this year, but I feel like the this is the time of year when the national media starts paying attention to baseball. Sure. Oh yeah. Or they started watching in the ALCS, and so they're not completely fluent in either team. Yeah. And I think for a lot of these teams that just watched the second half of the ALCS, they think that Framber Valdez and Luis Garcia are these lights out starters. But yeah. what they don't realize mm-hmm. is that they could go either way. Right. And that's the, to me, the whole question mark of the series is what does Garcia do tonight? Mm-hmm. And what does Framber do when he pitches again? Yeah. Because I've seen good Framber and bad Framber in the regular season and the playoffs. The Astros are going to hit. 
Like they're gonna hit, and their bullpen's gonna be fine. But it's gonna it's gonna come down to bullpens the rest of the way with yeah. Morton out and Astros really having no starter. It's just relievers. Yeah. The rest and, of the way, and we'll see all of them every game. All of them, every and, reliever. And I'm telling you, <laughs> right? The way, yeah. yeah, the way they bring those guys in. If anyone came to me and was like, "Hey, I've tried to, I'm trying to get into baseball, so I'm really watching the World Series," and they told me this is boring, I couldn't argue with them. Yeah, <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's, it's been great. Games. It's a lot, and they yeah. haven't been all that exciting. I mean, it's I I get it. If you're not a an old school baseball fan or an Astros or a Braves fan, right? It's not That's casual right. viewing. That's true. There, I bet you there's some close, exciting ninth inning or extra inning games coming between those two. You know, yeah. the Astros have only played, like in the, in the playoffs, they've only played one one-run game. Really? Yeah. Huh. And that was only a one-run game because Kike Hernandez hit a home run to make a 5-3 game, a 5-4 game. Mm. Every game the Astros have played, they've either won by five runs or lost by five hmm. runs. And so that's – that's the roller coaster with the Astros is that they can be a juggernaut or they can frustrate the dog out of you because they start swinging at bad pitches. Yeah. And, you know, they track this chase rate now. That's an advanced statistic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chase rate. Yeah. yeah. And their chase rate is like the lowest in baseball. But then when they put Jose Siri in to play, it skyrockets because oh, that guy like, just swings at everything. He chases everything. Yeah, it's really fun to watch. That's funny. Yeah. All right, game three tonight in Atlanta, in addition to everything else going on, high school football Friday, Bears and Longhorns tomorrow. More from Chris coming up on uh, fun facts to know and tell and share coming up in just a bit. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by... DMRA Fine Jewelers, they're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Grab a jacket or take a blanket tonight if you are headed out for high school football. It's going to be a chilly evening Evening temperatures in the low 60s at kickoff, dropping into the 50s throughout the game. Clear skies overnight, 41 degrees the low, and then mostly sunny tomorrow. Looks a little bit warmer than today with a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Green Bay handed the Cardinals their first loss of the season on Thursday night football, 24-21. College football tonight, Navy at Tulsa and UNLV at Nevada. Belton beat Shoemaker last night, 22-21. High school football on our airways tonight, University at Everman, pregame at 6.30 on 104.9. Waco hosts Waxahachie, pregame at 7 on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple is at Colleen, pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Number 16, Baylor hosts Texas tomorrow, kickoff at 11 a.m. Our coverage starts at 7 a.m. with game day. Tom Barfield, Lark Smith, Matt Mosley on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB hosts Bellhaven, pregame at 11.30 tomorrow on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Rob Sellers, funky bump of the day on this Friday. That one will get you, uh, get the juices flowing, get your toes tapping, boogie wonderland, earth, wind, and fire. There you go. Rob Sellers, funky bump of the day. Welcome back to the Alan Samuels Studios. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. A couple more baseball notes. Uh, we were talking World Series. Uh, Chris Allman is here. Uh, Aaron Sexton is here. And the Baylor team played the Rangers Instructional League team last night. Played 12 innings. Did you go to the game? I was there. Oh, you did? I didn't say for all 12 innings. Yeah, 12-inning game. And, again, Mike Taylor said in three and a half hours, about the length it takes a major league game you to know, get in to nine the fifth. innings. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but Baylor won the game 6 nothing and played really well. I mean, the, the coaches were telling me um, – uh, no, uh, no errors, gave up only three hits and maybe no walks by the Baylor pitchers and won the game six to nothing. So this is a, a Rangers team that played Tech in Lubbock on Monday and it was 14 to 11, I yeah. think, and then played a 6-6 game against Dallas Baptist earlier. They'll play TCU tonight. But six nothing Baylor in 12 innings and the coaches, I think, were very pleased about what they saw. I was only there for – I took my nephew Banner and I took Jack. And so when you take a two-year-old, your time is limited at the ballpark. You're not staying 12 innings. No, no, no. So I think I made it through six, and they looked really good. Yeah. Like, on like surface-level stuff, you know, didn't give up a hit, fielded the ball well, pitched well. But then even the way they worked at bats, mm. like, just didn't swing at a lot of bad pitches. Stuff you don't usually see in fall baseball. Just a real disciplined approach to things. The wind was howling. So, yeah. I mean, Texas hit some balls hard. Yeah. They hit, but they hit it right at guys. But, I mean, just as a as somebody who likes baseball, Baylor was undoubtedly the better team last night. Very cool. Yeah. That's that's great to hear. And the wind might have been somewhat of a factor, but it affected both teams because oh, it was sure. blowing in. Sure. 
Um, and so that was last night, 6 nothing Baylor over the Rangers Instructional League. Uh, Got to get this in, Chris, and I kind of saved this till you were here. One Man Wolfpack, Jeter, bear with us. One Man Wolfpack on Monday, right, or Tuesday this week. Monday. Played a game, and it was a perfect game. We played two games. Yeah. We outscored our two opponents 48 to f- nine. Bullies. Four. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. The Tell me about the perfect game. The perfect game. This is uh, this is a story of the greatness of David K. Okay. Our manager and our pitcher. He threw a 10-pitch perfect game. Doesn't sound possible. It is possible. And here's how he did it. <laughs> I could probably take you pitch by pitch, but I won't. <laughs> Remember, Jeter's listening. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bazden, hold on just one second. We'll talk theology in a minute. Uh, he threw three pitches in the first inning. So... Three pitches, three outs. Three pitches, three outs. Wow. He got, like, ground out, ground out, pop out. Okay. And then I think we scored 15 or 16 runs <laughs> in the first <laughs> inning. And it's 20 runs after two. Okay. And so, we came back out. We, we batted first. Okay. So, we put up a bunch of runs. He came out, three pitches. Three pitches. And we're right back in the dugout. We get up again, 20 Six twenty-eight to nothing. I mean, it was like a route, and then he got. He threw his first non-strike, and then he got out of the next inning in seven pitches. Yeah, and and because we were up twenty-eight to nothing, they game's called game. over. He got help. They hit one soft line drive that Hunter Abbey made a nice play on. Hunter, a former Baylor baseball player, now roaming left center field for the one man wolf pack. <laughs> uh, well, you so, got to have some defensive help to throw a perfect game. So, you do. There you go. You do. And we made some defensive changes in the second inning because we were up 16 to nothing. So, guys <laughs> got to play some positions that they wouldn't normally. But DK was like, seriously, don't mess up my perfect game. Yeah. Like, he was okay with the defensive <laughs> changes, but he was like, not surprised. I've at got all. a perfect game going. Don't mess this <laughs> That's up. That's great. So, we are, we're 2 0 in the regular season. We've won 16 games in a row dating back to last year. That's a, couple of tournament championships in there. There you go. The we got Wolf a, Pack is rolling. We got a big one Monday night against uh, like Clayton Holmes or someone who really wants a piece of us bad. Oh, Clayton. Clayton so is, yeah. If, if anybody wants to buy some time and broadcast that live here on the air, Monday night, 8.30 <laughs> at Riverbend Park. Very good. All right, there's your one-man Wolf Pack update. Appreciate that. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's take a break. Chris, want to give you plenty of time for fun facts, and uh, hopefully we can do that uh, if we take a break right now. So Chris will give us fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's opponent tomorrow. That would be the Texas Longhorns. I'm guessing there are a lot of fun facts related to the Longhorns. There are, and can I tease ahead? Mm -hmm. I would like to take some of my fun fact time to examine – where Texas has been in the last 12 preseason polls and where they finished the season as well. Oh, interesting. Fun facts about preseason rankings. Okay, we had that conversation uh, kind of along those lines at lunch today. So okay. I would appreciate your fun facts. Excellent. Very well, good. I'll, I'll put some data to it. So we've got that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Love the Baylor Club. All the things they've got going on there. And this is a big weekend for Mike Mosel and the Baylor Club. Club. Being a Baylor home football weekend, they've got Friday night live tonight. They've got their tailgate tomorrow over at Knox Hall. And then on Sunday, 
a tradition unlike any other. It is the, <laughs> the Bear Victory. No, the Bear oh. Victory Brunch on Sunday at the Baylor Club, which follows Baylor Home Football Saturdays. So the Bear Victory Brunch on Sunday, and that is 1030 to 130. Get more details. You can sign up. You can make reservations. You can get information on membership to the Baylor Club on their website at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com, or give them a call, 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. The Waco Lions return to Waco ISD Stadium to host the Waxahachie Indians this Friday night. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burr, and me for the Lions and the Indians. Our coverage begins with the pregame show at 7. We'll have a kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waxahachie and Waco right here on your home for Waco Lions football, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Waco. Need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world-famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just want a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. At UVO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit caterpillar.com Waco. That's caterpillar.com Waco. Get your career started today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Green Bay handed the Cardinals their first loss of the season on Thursday night football, 24 to 21. College football tonight: Navy at Tulsa and UNLV at Nevada. Belton beat Shoemaker last night, 22 to 21. High school football on our airwaves tonight: University at Everman. Pre-game at 6:30 on 104.9. Waco hosts Waxahachie. Pre-game at 7 on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple is at Colleen pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Number 16, Baylor hosts Texas tomorrow, kickoff at 11 a.m. Our coverage starts at 7 a.m. with game day. Tom Barfield, Lark Smith, Matt Mosley on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB hosts Bellhaven pregame at 11.30 tomorrow on Fox Sports Central Texas. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. But it's not over yet. Approximately two minutes left in the game. Baylor on the Texas 29. Jeffrey passes complete with big playmaker Philip Kent for 20 yards to the Texas 9-yard line. And with 43 seconds on the clock, Baylor on the Texas 8, fourth and goal. Bubba Hicks puts the icing on the gate, 34-24. Baylor over Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. So talking Baylor, Texas, how about going back to uh, the greatness of Frank Fallon and Baylor, Texas, 1974. It was November 9th, 1974. I've heard so many stories about that and talked about it with so many people. I feel like I was there. I was not. But Baylor beat Texas coming from 24-7 down at halftime to win the game 34-24. And uh, really the seminal moment in the Miracle on the Brazos season for Coach Grant Taff and Baylor football. Uh, and that was uh, that call there by uh, Frank Fallon is a great memory. And, and part of uh, Chris Allman, the lore of Baylor and Texas, just a great history between these two for many many years yes and i think i posed this question a year ago megan will fact check me if uh if she i will. didn't yep is this is baylor texas heated or or are alums passionate young alums as passionate as maybe seasoned alums are about this particular rivalry has it lost any of its juice Maybe has Baylor TCU superseded it at all? Well, I don't know the answer to that, but Aaron and Matt Mosley mm-hmm. had that discussion this week. Who Who is Baylor's biggest rival? Mm. Is it Texas? Is it TCU? Is it A&M? Probably varies by generation, you think? It, I don't – well, maybe. Okay. Um, the phone calls and, and texts to the uh, CNC Collision text line were overwhelmingly uh, Texas. There were a few TCUs, but it was overwhelmingly that Texas was their biggest rivalry. And then people would, you know, text in and be like, uh, you know, Texas doesn't consider Baylor a rivalry. And I was like, well, that wasn't the question. We were talking about (laughs) – which it really wasn't. wasn't. We were talking about who Baylor's biggest rival is, not Texas. We know Oklahoma is Texas' biggest rival. Um, You know, as far as I'm concerned, even though they don't play anymore, my – uh, you know, uh, Texas A and M will always be Baylor's biggest rival. Mm. You know, nobody yeah. just the the battle of the brasses. Going when yeah. you're not playing, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I have you know, now it's now it's expanded to three with Texas going to the SEC. But everybody would ask me who's your favorite team. I'd be like, I root for two teams every, on Saturday: Baylor and whoever Texas A and M is playing. No, no <laughs> callers or texts that were making a really passionate argument for like Baylor Rice. Like nobody no. was like really hearkening back no, to the old days. No, no guys, no those. All right, Chris, give us some fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze our friends with about Baylor's opponent, the Texas Longhorns. Okay, I like to, I don't mind a little rehashing of conversations and fun facts when it comes to Baylor, Texas, because yeah. of the history, because of the rivalry, and I always sure. like to, like to hear your thoughts here on your own radio show. <laughs> Seventy-four 
89, which is 50 to 7 in Austin. Oh, yeah. Or 30-22 in Mm. Austin in 2010. Which one of those three was the bigger stunner? I know you were not there for 74. Mm -hmm. But out of 89 and 2010, which one was the bigger stunner that Baylor left Austin with a win, in your opinion? Mm, just those two? I just, mean, 74 was obviously top of the heap. Sure, yeah. but your experience. 89 or 2010. I think 89 because Baylor had not won in Austin in 38 years. Right. And not only won, but won 50 to 7. Yes. Was that just a boat race from the start? Yes. I mean, yes. It was, Frank was saying near the end of the game, it was 50 to nothing. And oh. he was given the score. 50 denarian, 50 denarian. <laughs> he loved saying that. And they scored late. Texas scored late right. to make it 50. That was a game where I believe James Francis had two touchdowns, one on a block punt and one on an interception. I remember I can picture the interception return yep. in my head. And Robert Blackman had a huge game also. Yes, defensive it back. Was just I mean, the defense created one of my favorite maybe games. Maybe four ever. touchdowns in that game. It was so beautiful to 50 watch. 50 to 7. The other two beatdowns. Where we we were talking about this during the break, the 2019 game, Coach Rules last year, that was what 24 to seven. I think 24 to 10, but I'm not positive. Okay, but Texas punched one in with like three seconds left. Didn't they call timeout? They called a timeout yeah. to okay. score a touchdown. Yes, that was a beatdown. If you watched that game, that was a epic beatdown from start to finish. And then obviously the case closed game, mm. which had to have been really sweet. But I think what I like about revisiting that one the most is your epic travel tales from the night before. <laughs> right. Can you do can you do a one minute summary yes. of your epic travel tales from the night before? Short version of that. So that was December seventh, right? Two thousand thirteen. Uh the night before, December sixth, the Baylor had a basketball doubleheader with Kentucky. The men the women first and then the men. And it was at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Kentucky Calipari wanted to play a game there because that's where the Final Four was that year. Oh, okay. So Baylor, Kentucky that night. Well, that was the weekend of the ice storm, and it was cobblestone ice that hit here in Waco, but hit the Metroplex even uh-huh. harder. Mm-hmm. And it was not easy travel, going or coming. And then the women's game goes four overtimes. <laughs> the men's game starts way late. And then we've got to drive home through that ice. And Bob Baker was the MVP of the weekend. Right, he the drove home. Yes. At one point, I opened my eyes from the back seat and I said, "Are we in Waco?" He said, "No, we're in Duncanville. Go back to sleep." <laughs> <laughs> but Bob was the uh, Bob was the MVP that weekend, and then came home and closed the case with a win over Texas to win the Big Twelve. Were you just running on fumes the next day or yeah, adrenaline? But it was, yeah. And that was, it was so cold, too. Remember, coldest mm-hmm. game ever at yeah. Floyd Casey. Like ice fog or something? Like <laughs> yes. a weather phenomenon that I didn't yes. even know existed? Ice fog, that's right. Yeah. So that's very memorable weekend. Okay. I remember, I, I just like that story. I think I like, I like the part where Bob tells you that you've driven 20 miles in yeah, four hours or whatever exactly right <laughs> you're like a little kid in the back yeah. are we there are we yet there yet no be quiet go back to sleep, back to sleep driving, john Bob. um okay i mentioned this prior to the break on my classic radio tease ahead texas often gets the benefit of the doubt in preseason rankings i mean a lot of teams get ranked in the preseason and and are not ranked near the end of the season but in the last 11 polls, it seems to be – there seems to be a pattern hmm. with the University of Texas. Okay. I went back to the year 2010 because that 29 – excuse me, 2009 team 
was the last year of Colt McCoy. They played Alabama in the national championship. That team, objectively, very, very good. Yeah. Who was the quarterback for Alabama in that game? That would be Greg McElroy. Who is doing color on the game tomorrow. <gasps> would that be Greg McElroy? Yes. Wow. How about that? Symmetry. Sorry. He's a... He's had a nice. He's turned a, turned uh, into a nice little broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. making the rounds. So, um, did you know only one time in the last eleven pre AP preseason polls, AP polls have they finished higher in the final poll than they did in the preseason poll? Hmm, okay. Now, in fairness, one, two, three, four of those they started the season unranked okay. and finished the season unranked. Okay. But in 2010, they started fifth, finished the season unranked. 2011, they were not ranked, finished not ranked. 2012, ranked 15, finished 19. 2013, they were ranked 15th and finished unranked. So about a four-year stretch there where the voters were like, well, maybe this is the year Mac Brown gets it together. Then 14, 15, 16, they were not ranked in the preseason polls. And if my math is right, those were the Coach Strong years where maybe they were giving him some time That's right. to build up. So in 2016, they're unranked. They beat Notre Dame in that opener where Joe Tessitore proclaimed that Texas was back. Yes. Immediately jumped to number 11 in the next poll. So unranked <laughs> Gosh, to number to 11. 11. <laughs> Quickly, who's, doing, who's doing play-by-play of the game tomorrow? Is it Joe Tessitore? Joe Tessitore, yes. Way to go. It's a conversation for a different day. He got a, he got a raw deal on Monday Night Football. He's a good broadcaster, yeah. but he got thrust into a – a I'll tough spot. I'll tell him you got his back. Yeah, let him know. My, my once-a-week local radio guy's on board with your broadcasting. So anyway, in 16, they jumped from unranked to 11 to quickly back out of the polls and finish unranked. The only season, really, of the last 11, they started the 2018 season, ranked number 23, and finished ninth after winning the Sugar Bowl against Georgia. But in 2019, they started 10th, finished 25th. Last year, 14th, finished 19th. And so... That is not so much about the University of Texas. It's more about my frustration with preseason polls in general and the actual that they count. Yeah. I just don't think they should count. I right. think they should be conversation topics, but we shouldn't well, count them. Or do what the CFP does. I mean, their first poll is next week, first week in November. Yes. Kind of wait until you've got a feel for the season. But a preseason poll, I mean, it is what it is. You're, you're, you're ranking those teams based on what they did the year before. Yes, but our is the CFP committee looking at a resume and saying, well, they've got four wins against ranked teams, rankings of which oh, emanated yeah, yeah, yeah. prior to the season. That's a good point. And so my, my issue is just that it contaminates the process. Mm -hmm. I think okay. it's a fun conversation topic. Mm -hmm. I think if I'm watching a game, I would rather see four yeah. on the, the graphic on television. I get that it, you know, it gets you to watch. I'm just not a, not a big fan of it. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about Texas. <laughs> Good uh, research. Thank you. Last year at this – what time do I need to be done here? 45. Oh, plenty of time. Yeah. Last year about this time they were having an issue with their school song. Have they resolved <laughs> that issue? Are they, singing the, are they singing the school song? I don't are they, know. Okay. I haven't heard anything this year at all, so maybe they got that resolved. Okay. Well, we'll see. Well, do they sing it win or lose? Probably. Uh, yeah, I think they do. Okay. Well, hopefully they'll sing it tomorrow after a loss. Uh, the hand signal, the Hook'em Horns hand signal, it was introduced in 1955 during a pep rally by a cheerleader named Harley Clark Jr. And if that's not the name of a Texas cheerleader, right. <laughs> then there's just not a better name. There's a movie in there. <laughs> it was later recognized as the top college hand signal in the country by Sports Illustrated. Which leads me to another digression, is that you know 
the guy that invented the TCU hand signal? Oh, yeah. Chad yeah. Schrotel is the That's name? That's it. Chad okay. Schrotel here in Waco. Yes, I believe he How about ate, that, Aaron? He's a first Woodway guy. See what you learn on Fun Facts? I did not know that. That's pretty go. cool. See, that's a bonus fun fact about TCU. Also, did I tell you I'm bringing Steven with me next week for fun facts about TCU? Oh, good. That'd or be whenever, great. Is it two weeks? Whenever they play it's TCU. Next week. Okay. Steven's coming with. Very cool. You guys remember Steven Simcox? <laughs> know him well. Vaguely. Okay. okay. <laughs> He's one of those guys that's a nice guy on the air, but a horrible human <laughs> off the air. Yeah, he, he, he is yeah. He's <laughs> in contradiction <laughs> to my theory earlier. Real, <laughs> low, real low character guy. Um Let's see. Did you know their mascot used to be a pit bulldog named Pig? No. So it hasn't always been Bevo. That seems like a, I don't know, that doesn't, that doesn't fit at all. Hook'em horns uh, hand signal didn't fit well. No, man. no. <laughs> Throwing pig. up the horns while the pig trotted out on the field <laughs> just didn't feel right. Um, their school colors of orange and white first made an appearance in 1885. So two Texas fans were on the way to a baseball game when they ran into a general store to just get some matching ribbons for the crowd. And the shopkeeper sold them in orange and white because those were the colors that he had in stock. So those were officially adopted as the school colors in 1900. But then football coach Clyde Littlefield changed the colors to burnt orange because he wanted uniforms that wouldn't fade. And so it was really a laundry issue that ended up with them having burnt orange uniforms. Genius. Genius. That Clyde, that's, that's what we've always said about Clyde Littlefield. Genius. A couple years ago, Jason Cook, the VP of Marketing for Baylor, put out a tweet that there were 182 Longhorns uh, on faculty or staff at Baylor. This time of year, do you ever see anybody walking around campus <laughs> with their Texas stuff on? Uh, no. Okay. No. I saw a kid last night at the baseball game wearing right. a Texas sweatshirt. Really? Yeah. I, maybe they were a student. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, they like to say down there at the University of Texas that what starts here changes the world. And it would be really fun to like mock that, but it's kind of true. They've had 11 U.S. cabinet members, five senators, seven federal judges, seven governors, two first ladies, and a Supreme Court justice and 30 congressmen. Wow. So they actually do crank out. I mean, it's a great university, yeah. right? Like for athletic purposes, we want them to not beat Baylor, right. but it really is a, it's a great university. Yeah. And Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite, yeah. Kind of so, trumps all that. And my yes, niece. And your niece, <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's flip those two. Aaron's niece and Walter Cronkite. Walter Thank you. Cronkite. Yes. We'll put them right below Ben Crenshaw. Um, <laughs> so the sports world, they have quite a few well-known alums, particularly from football and baseball. Um, some of the faves from my generation would be Roger Clemens, a great pitcher on their 83 national championship team that went on to. Shocking that you would like him. That's right, because I'm a cheater and he's a cheater, right? I see the. I said no. I see saying. how you draw just, the line. You drew your own inferences. The the great Kevin Durant, a Texas alum, though he was only there a year, so yeah, you know, do we I really do like Durant. That? Tom Landry, um, the great Tom Landry, a Texas alum. I met a couple of years ago Sonia Richards Ross. Um, yeah, the she's great. Yes, uh, coached by Coach Hart mm -hmm. in her Olympic training. One of the most dynamic people I've ever met, and. The weird, I'm sure you've seen this or experienced this with all the athletes you've met, but when she walked in a room, you just look at her and think Olympian. Mm -hmm. Like there was just mm -hmm. something yeah. about her that you were right. like, you are a world-class athlete. Right. This is clear. Um, Jordan Spieth, obviously. And then my favorite Texas alum golfer, the great Ben Crenshaw, two-time mm -hmm. Masters winner. One of the great, iconic, two, two of the great iconic golf clips of all time. Number one. Crenshaw putting out in 95, about a week after Harvey Penick had died, yeah. and just burying his face oh, in his yeah. hands and weeping. And number two, he captained the 99 Ryder Cup team 
that he sat in the press conference the day before when they were getting dusted by the Europeans. And he had like a mint or something in his mouth and he was kind of playing with it. And he looked at the, at the press and he pointed to him and he said, I got a feeling about tomorrow. Wow. And he just walked off. And they came back and won on Justin Leonard's miracle putt. Really? Wow. Oh, man. I got goosebumps now just talking That's about cool. it. Um, you mentioned Walter Cronkite, uh, Governor Abbott, Jeb Bush, Laura Bush, Jenna Bush, Lady Bird Johnson, them of the political realm, um, Farrah Fawcett. Did you have a mm-hmm. Farrah Fawcett poster in your no. house as a young man? I I know the poster. I did not. Know. <laughs> Aaron's not. We did. Uh, my old, I we. shared a room with. <laughs> I shared a room with my older brother. And yeah, there was one on the wall. Right. Aaron Aaron aggressively nodding. Yes, that he I had, had a fairy, had that Farrah poster. Fawcett poster. <laughs> um, John mm-hmm. Ham of Mad Men was oh, at yeah. University of Texas for a little while. Uh, Owen Wilson, Renee Zellweger, all former Texas students. Wes Anderson, one of the weirdest mm, film directors yeah. of all time. I've seen one Wes Anderson movie, yeah. and it was terrible. Have you seen the previews for his new one? No. It, it looks so bad. He's just a weird <laughs> It looks so unwatchable, it's really? not even funny, yes. On the flip side of that, Richard Linklater, who f- uh, did Dazed and Confused, which is one of the most amazing films of all time. Mm-hmm. And then let me ask you guys, our last alum... Where are we on Matthew McConaughey? Are mm-hmm. we over McConaughey, or are we okay with Matthew McConaughey? I even though he's, uh, you know, a huge, huge University of Texas supporter, I really, really like Matthew McConaughey. Jamo, what about you? As Not a, tired of as a, as a as a filmmaker, as an actor, you seen a lot of McConaughey uh, films? Actually, I have. I mean, probably most of them. I don't know how many there are. <laughs> Yeah. A lot. Okay. What's your favorite one? Oh, most of them. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. I don't know. I've seen no, I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm not. Um, I don't have any dislike for. Sure. Him. No, I don't dislike him either. Although I will, and I'll wrap up with this. He, he teach. He teaches on campus, right? Yeah, and he had like a like an unofficial position with the athletic department. Yeah. Like the director of. He was the minister of culture. Culture. He was the That's it. Of culture. Minister of culture. But my big issue is that I'll never forgive in 2019, the World Series, the Astros have game seven. That's the one you want to pull out all your greats, right? Because they do a big play ball thing. Yeah. So they have a a famous Houstonian or a famous person come out and say play ball. And of all the people the Astros could have picked to start game seven of the World Series, we had Matthew McConaughey come out and say play ball. And I think that's why we lost. And so I'm always going to have a little bit. (laughs) That's why. That's you hold that against him, aren't you? I had nothing to do with Will Harris giving up a fluke bomb to Howie Kendrick. It all started when we rolled out Matthew McConaughey. So Well, my opinion is partially uh, shaded by an appearance on the Jimmy Fallon show. Remember when they did the shows in Austin? Yes. A year or two, two years, yeah, three years ago? Yeah, the games were on there. Yeah. Same night as Matthew McConaughey. Okay. There are stories. Okay. There are stories. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I think of when you ask me that question. I got a text from my wife yesterday. She's been doing some contract work for Magnolia. And I got cool. a text from her that said, hey, I'm going to pick up Jack, but I just wanted to let you know that I met Chip Gaines. And I was like, you know how you get the preview of the text? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. That's that's awesome. And I opened it up, and it said, apostrophe, Gaines' dad. And I was like, well, that's less that's less of a celebrity Chip sighting. Gaines dad. Yeah. So when I read the whole text, I was like, okay. That's, that's great. Less of a, less of a celebrity great. sighting. Very good. Fun facts about Texas. There you go. Those Sorry. are great fun facts. That was and, fast. And Megan is uh, fact-checking everything right now. So. <laughs> She's going through preseason <laughs> polls for the last 12 years to make sure <laughs> everything right. I said was right. Well done, Chris. And next week, we look forward to Stephen being with you. 
Yes. As we head into TCU next week, but we're completely focused on Texas. Yes, right we now. are. All right. Very good. Take a break. Back with more in a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Building a relationship with each client is the staff at Kaleo Wealth Management's ultimate goal. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco, 254-7751. That's 254-751-5050 for Kaleo Wealth Management. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. This Saturday, the Bears play host to the Texas Longhorns. Our coverage begins at 7 a.m. with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni from Touchdown Alley. Join us as we preview the Bears and the Horns. We'll have special guests and a whole lot of fun. It's Baylor in Texas, and it's this Saturday morning at 7, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. When I wake up in the morning, love. 
Back with his final segment, John Morris Show. Bill Withers going to uh, take us out here in the 3 p.m. hour. Matt Mosley is coming up next. He is live at Common Grounds in Waco, the Baylor campus location of Common Grounds. Matt, I'm sure, has uh, uh, finished setting up the equipment <laughs> himself by now. But uh, they'll be live at Common Grounds, so you can go by and uh, see him live and in color or just listen right here on ESPN Central Texas. What's uh? Aaron, what's a what's a caffeined up Mosley like when he's at Common Grounds and he gets caffeined up? Does he does he get progressively more wound up by about five fifty, or is it just full throttle, hair on fire? Yeah, Matt Matt goes at a pretty high speed most of the time anyway, so I don't really notice a big difference. All right, I think he stays caffeinated. Okay, gotcha. I think you're right. I think that's kind of a constant constant state of mind for him but okay. he'll be live at common grounds this afternoon so stay tuned for that four to six right here on espn central texas mentioned some birthdays it is uh, my niece by marriage jen ward's birthday today happy birthday to jen maybe listening up in michigan doubt it happy birthday jen it is heather beck's birthday on campus happy birthday to heather greg glime former baylor uh, catcher now a real estate magnate, uh, Greg Lime. Uh, it's his birthday today. He's doing really well, by the way. His signs doing, are all over the place. He's doing a great job. Yeah. He, uh, yes, he, he really yeah. is. If you want to rent commercial space in Waco, you're going to go through Greg Lime. going through Greg. <laughs> yeah. So happy birthday to Greg Lime. Pat Combs' birthday today, former he Baylor. He Doc Gooden. What? He did. That's a good one. You remember that. He plunked Doc Gooden. Pat Combs' birthday uh, works with us on our Baylor broadcast, former Baylor major league pitcher. Um, That's a drop from like three years ago. Nice. He plunked Doc Gooden. <laughs> Dr. Ben Kelly's birthday today on the Baylor campus. Happy birthday to him. And I think that's all I've got. Uh, Jim Gush's birthday, former Baylor linebackers coach. Happy birthday to Coach Gush. Aaron, who would you add? Richard Dreyfus turned oh, 74 of uh, many, many movies, but um, obviously Close Encounters, and uh, he won an Oscar for Mr. Holland's Opus. Greatness and What About Bob? And What About He's Bob? so good in What About Bob. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Such a funny movie. So underrated. And actress Winona Ryder turns 50 today. So that's it for birthdays today. Very good. If I forget next Anybody week. Anybody add? Uh, a week away? It's next Sunday, so okay. I could either go now or you could help me remember, since I know that's probably on your priority list. I'll make a I'll make. Yeah, a we'll remind you. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. remind me I have one next Friday, if okay. you don't mind. All right, we'll do that. Okay. All right, very good. Chris, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Always my pleasure. Have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, You go, going to the Gatesville game tonight. Gatesville Hornets. Hornet fight never dies. Senior <laughs> night. Conley Cadets. Conley Cadets are going down. Uh, you heard it here this first. This game is to see who doesn't have to play Carthage in the first round. Oh, that's what this game is. Important a lot game. of motivation. Yeah, yeah. yeah really. exactly. Yeah. Good. All right, Chris, thanks very much. Thank Chris Allman with us today. Uh, Aaron, appreciate it. You can hear Aaron on the scoreboard show later tonight. Then uh, you'll hear us tomorrow morning. Remember, the tailgate show begins. Actually, game day live on the air at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, live from Touchdown Alley. Then the Baylor Alumni tailgate show at 9, kickoff at 11, Baylor and Texas. Appreciate it, Aaron. Get some sleep tonight. Thank you, Snuffy. The University Coaches Show with Kent Laster is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life. Continue playing tonight. Everyone, you know, they're in the hunt to uh, get into the playoffs. They, they've got a good schedule right now or uh, have, 
had a good schedule in the past. They're, uh, they could win out and make the playoffs. But then next week you've got another team that's still could be in the hunt. So it's your last two games aren't going to be a, an easy road to hoe. <laughs> oh, no, no week. No, it hadn't been one week, one game where we think, hey, you know, this is a game we we have we know we're going to win. I mean that's not that's not even that's not even a question. We know it's a dog fight to try to win a game. And uh, I'm you know I'm looking at <clears throat> you know looking at teams that may have beat a team, but then they beat another team. You're like you're shocked um, that this team came out on top the way they did. I mean convincing fashion the way the way they've won. And so um, yeah, it's again you got to tip your hat. To the athletes, the the coaches, um, the school districts uh, that have helped produce these these teams that that play, I really feel like we've got two teams that can at least go semifinal, um, and then obviously Alito's won the most state championships uh, in the state of Texas. But I mean, and then you've got and then you possibly got a three or four that could go two to three rounds deep. So. Yeah, I, I expect anybody that makes makes it out of our district, they're going to play for a little while. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM. 92.3 FM and 100.9 FM. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Ponds. Large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry. Their inventory includes rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the Western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Stainless steel jewelry starts at $19.99. Also,